This is Bigger Pockets Daily, kicking off your Monday with a daily dose of real estate information and education. The article I'm about to share is one of more than 10,000 blog articles available on Bigger Pockets, but you can't read the blog when you're walking the dog or browsing the MLS. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Four Types of All-Too-Common Real Estate Scams Making Headlines by Mindy Jensen I am a member of the National Association of Realtors, or NAR. My local association offers classes to help keep us up to date on all the latest real estate happenings. When a class about real estate scams was listed, I jumped at the chance to sign up. This particular class was sponsored and taught by the Heritage Title Company, so the stories are coming from the title company point of view. They also illustrate why title insurance is so important, 
and how an owner's policy, in addition to a lender's policy, can help protect you and your investment. Four types of all-too-common real estate scams making headlines. Number one, hacked email accounts. So our first scam is several variations on the theme of hacked email accounts. In all three examples, the real estate agent's email account has been hacked, and the hacker is monitoring the closing process, waiting for the right moment to jump in and quickly steal some cash. Example number one, release of earnest money. So the title company or whoever is holding the earnest money deposit is notified that the sale is canceled and the buyer wants their earnest money back. Specific wire instructions are given and the email appears to have been sent by the buyer's agent. The wiring instructions route the money to the hacker's account rather than to the buyer's bank account. Example number two, earnest money or closing funds instructions to buyers. The title company sends closing instructions and bank information for wire transfers for closing to the real estate agent. The hacker has been monitoring the account and sends revised instructions to the buyer. The settlement funds never make it to the closing table. Ugh. Update. This particular scam has been resurfacing lately with a warning sent out by Daily Real Estate News and one of BiggerPockets' own members reporting being targeted by hackers. Ooh, this is real, man. Example number three, seller's proceeds. So the title company received instructions from the seller's agent regarding where to send the seller's proceeds. And then right after closing, the title company receives new instructions to wire the proceeds to a different account. The seller never receives their settlement funds. All three examples could have been avoided if there were a bit of due diligence on the part of the title company and or broker. Do not allow your agent to release funds unless you have written authorization from both buyer and seller. Always verify instructions that are out of the norm with a phone call to a number you have used before. Don't take phone numbers from emails with out-of-the-ordinary instructions. Have your agent keep their eyes out for responses to emails they have not sent. This can be your first clue that their account has been hacked. All right, our second scam, borrowed, air quotes, marketing materials. In another instance of fraud, a woman, pretending to be a mortgage broker, ordered title work and requested that she be able to close the loan herself while the title company completed the title work. A few days later, she came into the office of the title company and asked for pens and notepads from the company. She also asked that she be able to use one of their conference rooms to close the transaction. She was told there will still be outstanding title clouds that needed to be cleared up before settlement. A short while later, the buyer called the title company saying the closer had had her sign all the documents for the transaction, which indicated she was due a refund, and taken her cashier's check with her after the documents were signed. The buyer was asking about the refund and didn't know it was anything to be concerned about when she was told the closer didn't have the authority to close the transaction. She even alleged that she had not kept her closing documents, but she still insisted on her refund. Number three, beware the mafia. A Colorado couple is in danger of losing their house after their wire transfer was intercepted purportedly by the mafia. No joke. 
This couple went to their local title company, a small single location operation. Nothing wrong with that. Except that in Colorado, you don't need to be insured or bonded to open a title company. And this company wasn't. This couple thought they were paying off their existing mortgage and opening a new one with a different bank. They signed all the paperwork pertaining to refinancing and left, believing everything had been completed. The wire transfer was hijacked, supposedly by someone in Eastern Europe, unbeknownst to the couple. They started making payments to their new lender, assuming the original loan had been paid off. When they received late payment notices a few months later, they assumed the paperwork had crossed in the mail and shredded the notices. <laughs> it wasn't until the foreclosure notice came that they started to pay attention. Now, their days are consumed with trying to keep their house. They purchased a title insurance policy, but only a lender's policy, not an owner's policy, which means their interests in the property were not covered. When the title company transferred the funds, they neglected to use a secure encrypted site. In total, Oh, this pains me. Almost $1 million was stolen, and the title company has since closed up shop. Meanwhile, the couple spends nearly every waking hour trying to keep their house from going into foreclosure. Their credit is ruined. Stress eats them alive. And they have had to pass up a job opportunity because they cannot sell their home. They are 100% blameless. They did everything right. The moral of this story is to use an established title company who is insured and make sure they have encrypted sites to transfer your money so you aren't left holding the bag and confirm that the money was received by the bank. Number four, sellers, audio air quotes here, selling homes they don't own. This one really isn't a new scam. But unfortunately, it's been done many times before and will most likely be done many times in the future. Two men have been arrested for their part in a scam that targeted homeowners facing foreclosure and Spanish-speaking buyers. The men identified potential foreclosures and convinced the homeowners to sign over control of the properties to them in an attempt to sidestep foreclosure. The men would then sell these properties to unsuspecting Spanish-speaking buyers. These buyers were not familiar with the real estate laws in the state and would file paperwork they thought would deed the property to them when in fact the paperwork they filed was worthless and gave them no rights to the property. The moral of this story is to get title insurance on any property you are buying. The title work would have pulled up numerous red flags in these sales and would have saved the buyers thousands of dollars. Don't skip due diligence. In most cases, these scams would not have worked if proper due diligence had been performed. In this market, it seems everything is rushed. Otherwise, the deal moves on to the next person in line. If a deal seems too good to be true, chances are it is too good to be true. It should raise red flags when your seller will not allow you time to check things out. Using a reputable, established title company and buying both a lender's policy and an owner's policy would have covered the buyer's interests in the property and possibly saved them thousands in lost money and untold headaches. Title insurance can help save your investment. 
Congratulations! You just got smarter and one step closer to reaching your real estate investing goals. You know what else will make you smarter? Setting up keyword alerts in your Bigger Pockets profile. Go to Account Settings, Alerts, and set up alerts for the market or strategy you're interested in. For example, Turnkey or Kansas City. You're guaranteed to connect with like minded investors who share similar goals. Want to hear more Bigger Pockets daily? Check out some older episodes you missed. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow.